I know that Ikoligam <clears throat> has been waiting for this interview for the longest time. And finally, mm. um, it's happening now. The Safcall Executive for Strategy, Commercial and Business Development. This is Vishal Harichand is on the line. And he'll be talking to us about some of the community programs the parastatals undertaking in Mpumalanga. Welcome, Vishal, to Rise FM. Good evening, Zikisa, and good evening to your listeners. Yeah. Now, Vishal, I'm going to get straight to it. Strategy in any organization matters. You know, in, in fact, you know, strategy is what we obviously put into our heads in terms of how we'd want to see an organization actually turning out, um, especially um, in, in the long-term future. One of your goals as an organization, um, Vishal, is obviously to be an integrated, um, you know, forestry industry, um, in, in order then to facilitate some form of sustainable economic empowerment, especially for communities. How do you, um, as an organization, how are you guys going to achieve that or how are you able to achieve that currently, especially, um, the empowerment of communities, which becomes extremely important in a province like ours here in Bumalang? Yes, uh, that's absolutely correct. Strategy um, and transformation mm. of the industry goes hand in hand. Yeah. Transformation of the forestry sector is a key pillar for SAFCO. Mm. It's a key pillar of our strategy, and we have developed an economic transformation strategy to ensure we deliver on this. We have a dedicated team that has been set up to drive economic transformation strategies. Mm. And mm. the vision of our top strategy is to establish new and announce existing strategic partnerships mm. and stimulate economic development within SAFCO and the rest of the forestry sector. Mm. And as you said, um, the communities that surround Mpumalanga yeah. are very important. Mm. So, mm. We, uh, so some of the activities for community social economic revitalization is um, developing social infrastructure, for example, schools, um, hospital um, clinics, sustainable community development. So we are, we encouraged uh, we encourage the participation of the communities within our value chain, mm. and we do that through strategic partnerships. Some of the other areas, agroforestry, you know, it's extremely close to the plantation, and we um, we encourage and support the um, communities to conduct informal activities mm. around. Our plantation, for example, mushroom farming, beekeeping, firewood collection, small business development um, is also one of the very important ways in which we transform the sector. And we do that through support uh, and facilitation of funding for some emerging formulas, for example. Mm -hmm. Skill development is a pillar of of any community. And and in order to participate in the formal industry, skill development is key. Mm. So we provide training, um, environmental awareness, and education. So these are just some of the high-level ways in which we uh, ensure that community revitalization is a key pillar of the strategy. Mm. And now, Vishal, just piggybacking on what you said, how do you then, as SAFCOL, ensure that there is wealth creation? So wealth creation is, is what we like to refer to it as, as value creation um, is, is, is achieved by leveraging the six capitals. So the financial, the manufactured capital, human capital, social capital, relationship capital, as well as national capital. Mm. So on the financial uh, front, 
SAFCOL has been steadily growing our revenue and profitability. In the in the 2021 financial year, we have showed first positive operating profit, but that's to do with the financial part of it. We would like to utilize that to create wealth. Mm-hmm. And and some of the things that we are doing is investing in plant maintenance, mm-hmm. investing in new production resources. We are investing in our employees and communities through a number of learning and development interventions. Earlier, I mentioned that we support small businesses. Yeah. So one of the ways that we do that is to allow them to participate into the industry. We set aside funding yeah. within our information budget to ensure that we support them yeah. um, as they as they go out to look for funding. Uh, because, you know, if you want to get funding, yeah. you you have to have a track record. 100%. So the formulas with which we do business with, for example, we support them to ensure that they have a good track record with SAFCOL so that when they go out into the industry to set up their formulas, because ultimately that's what the vision is. Mm-hmm. We want to establish uh, new businesses uh, within the forestry sector. Yeah, uh, yeah. We also, em- uh, employers and communities are also skilled to ensure that they are better placed yeah. to participate in the value chain of that call. Yeah. You know, and, and I was about to actually touch on, and on, on those issues there, Vishal, uh, when it comes to it. I mean, I understand that you obviously come from a senior management perspective. You know, you guys, you know, obviously are the helicopter people, but I'm interested in the nitty gritties of how you actually make that happen. Now, one, you mentioned funding. Um, two, you've mentioned skills development. But there's something else um, that I find extremely difficult, especially when we talk about transformation. It's just that going concern, that longevity of that particular business once it started. You know, it, it's, it's one thing funding a particular business, but do we then take it through um, its fruition up until it becomes sustainable, it becomes a particular um, a, a job creator as well? So I want to know, um, in terms of your transformation project, is there one that maybe you can point out and say, Hey, one dealer, um, Zingy, this is a success story. Mm. This is what we've done. And these are the details. And maybe this is somebody, um, and this is someone where if they are listening, they can follow suit as well to be able to ensure that their businesses become successful. So our, our transformation projects are focused mm. on the main uh, areas, education, health, small scale farming, mm. and SME development. Mm. So on the health care, you may be aware of one of our flagship projects that we're extremely proud of is the recent Crosscorp Clinic. Okay. Mm. Uh, that, that we have built in the area of Crosscorp. Mm. And that clinic is recently now being utilized as the vaccine center. Now, if you look at that clinic and if you compare it to what the community was using before that, yeah, I don't know the details, but it was a, a rec center. Okay. So it was not even um, equipped with the right uh, equipment. And if you look at the clinic, that say it's a, it's, first of all, it gives it gives the community a sense of pride. Mm. Because now they have a facility mm. that's equipped with, with technology, um, it's equipped with the resources, and also, besides, besides the uh, integrity of the community having now a center to go to. Healthcare is extremely important to the community. 
So that is a flagship project, and within that clinic, we are even setting up a um, in, a little vegetable garden. Oh, okay. To encourage the um, the community to to also protect that investment. Because once we hand that over to to the community, it's their responsibility to ensure that it's protected. Mm-hmm. So we want to make sure that there's a sense of ownership. So that yeah. is that is one one particular such project. Other project that we uh, are currently engaged in is supporting nine black-owned farms in the Makhodo municipality by supplying sawmill residue. Um, so that's important for mm-hmm. for for the farmers, so we are using what others may consider waste material, but to add value to, to these farms. Yeah. We are also building footbridges, and we underestimate the value that footbridges have mm. in the community. Mm. Besides, besides providing a safe way for for young students to get to school, it also pro- it, it, it provides a way for them to get to school. Yes. It provides access. So we um, so we focus a lot of attention on these type of small projects with quick mm-hmm. wins, with with low investment but a huge impact. Massive. We're also allocating land to the community to plant cabbages and beans. Now those type of projects are where it's at because it provides a way for the community to raise income. I mm-hmm. mean, you know the saying, teach a man to fish and you wouldn't have to you wouldn't have to go hungry. Yeah. So we'd rather put sustainable projects where they can, where the communities can get income, and 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 also the supplying of furniture, educational toys, um, uh, etc. So those are type of the underground uh, projects that uh, that we are currently in this financial year. And for those of you who have just tuned in, it is Taking Care of Business on Rise FM with SAFCOL's Executive for Strategy, Commercial and Business Development, Vishal Harishad, as we unpack the role the parastatal plays in uplifting its host communities, especially here in Pumalanga. Mm-hmm. Now, Vishal, you've taken us through the clinic um, that you guys are currently busy with in Crasscorp, and I think that's commendable. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also aware um, that you guys have been involved in projects like the construction of schools, for instance. Um, and we've seen um, over the years as well, government um, obviously emphasizing the role of early child development, um, especially in communities that are slightly disadvantaged. Can you take us through um, those particular projects in terms of construction of those schools and obviously how you guys are involved with early child development as well. Yeah, so education is mm. definitely an area where we focus our CSI mm. efforts. Mm. So we built a timber frame classroom in the Bushel Bieza uh, area mm. um, from, um, in about 2017. It provided additional classrooms at the school and addressed the overcrowding problem mm. and, and, and thus ensuring and teaching is effective. We also renovated a library, mm. also in the same region, in Banana Secondary School. We also built a another timber frame classroom in the Riyashuma ECD Center, mm-hmm. greater than area. That center was transformed from quite a dilapidated structure mm. and now provides safe and conducive facilities uh, for um for for 
for kids. We also uh, updated and um, renovated a, an administration block at the Morangoni Primary School. Here, the staff, learners, and student governing bodies now have a proper admin block for meetings. So through the construction of the uh, early childhood development centers and schools, we also are demonstrating the use of timber mm-hmm. in that in these uh, timber frame structures. Because one of the stumbling blocks could uh, that that someone might bring up is that it's, it's, it's going to take too long or it's too expensive. So at SAFCO, we we also have a role to play to encourage the use of timber. Mm-hmm. So we we build timber frame structures which are which are much quicker <clears throat> to put up and also cheaper. And also SAFCO has a role to play in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the timber frame structures is something that we are promoting because it it provides it provides quality space without the lengthy construction without the lengthy um, uh, application for finance etc that may come with it. Now, Vishal, I'm more interested in, in land claims. You can see where my yeah. mind is at. Yeah. Um, yeah. Could you explain uh, land claim programs and how they would then benefit communities, if they do benefit communities at all? Yeah, sure. So you may know then that about 57% of the land that SAFCOL operates in are affected by more than 40 land claims. Mm-hmm. So that is certainly a key uh, focus area and, and initiative as part of the strategy that we mentioned earlier. So SAFCO maintains close relationships with the Provincial Land Claims Commission, the Department of Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development, as well as uh, DEF, Department of uh, Fisheries and the Environment, to ensure that we monitor the progress of the land claim. Mm. Because yeah. that, as you know, is quite a lengthy process. Some of it has been going on for years. Mm. So SAFCO in preparation for that, has developed and formalized a proactive community engagement model. Now, that model and a post-settlement business model, so you can see we are already preparing. Even though the process may take long, we are already, we are already preparing. And the importance of this is managed by an executive. So this also has a core team focusing on that, and that is led by the chief risk officer. And that proactive community engagement model and the post-settlement model is meant to guide our collaborative initiatives with the, co- with the communal property association. Mm-hmm. So everything that I've mentioned earlier, we, all the projects and our approach to transformation is applied equally to the land claim community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we are, so we, we encourage participation. We, we establish partnership agreements and working groups that can identify projects and commercial opportunities to already start engaging land claimants. Yeah. So this is certainly a very, very important part of our strategy as well as our operational day-to-day activities. Yeah. Now, Vishal, we, we, I mean, we've, we've noticed, um, especially over the last two days, we saw COP26, uh, which is currently taking place in Glasgow, and we've seen world leaders actually congregating um, to ensure that our environment is safe. And, and I want to bring in the world environment here because it's extremely important. Um, what, what 
What programs um, does SAFCO have in place um, to be able to safeguard the environment and, by extension, the ecosystem as well? Yeah, um, great question. <clears throat> so, yeah, we are all well aware of mm. the risk caused by climate emergency. Mm-hmm. And mm. we are quantifying our carbon footprint. We have recently um, employed a climate change specialist uh, that's that's focusing on developing the policies, processes, and practices to ensure environmental yeah. compliance. We we also are we also work very closely to ensure that we abide by the requirements of the staff, of staff called forest forestry stewardship council certification, yeah. which we have maintained for twenty four years. So through our <clears throat> Through our compliance specialist, we want to ensure that SAFCO sets the industry best practice requirements. Mm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we also, as I mentioned, we want to promote wood as a resilient body medium. So you know wood is a renewable material, and that is one of the reasons why we want to promote a wood culture. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Vishal, I we think. We also comply with valid water use licenses mm-hmm. for operating sites. So before replanting, after harvesting, we assess and implement requirements to ensure that we establish and maintain proper buffer zones. So as you can see, we, 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 are, we are taking it very seriously. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think it's the first time that SAFCON has had a climate change specialist. Beautiful. Yeah, which should indicate how seriously we are taking this. Absolutely beautiful. Vishal, I hope you get to clear the throat uh, at some point. <laughs> but Vishal, I want to take... <laughs> I want to take the opportunity actually uh, just to thank you for joining us on the show and I think we've covered a number of topics especially when SAFCOL is concerned, you know, funding aspects, um, what you guys are doing in terms of communities, what you guys are doing, um, for instance, from an education perspective and, and again um, lastly now we're discussing climate change as well uh, and it seems that you guys have got your ducks in a row there and you probably understand the strategy that comes with it and I just want to take the opportunity Vishal to say thank you for joining us and uh, please so enjoy the rest of your evening. That was SAFCOL's Executive for Strategy, Commercial and Business Development, Vishal Harichan, on the role that is played by this parastatal in the upliftment of host communities, especially here in Pumalanga. You are listening to Taking Care of Business on Rise FM.